Good morning. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Nikki Gray this morning from Gray's Pest Service in. Hi, Nikki. Good morning. Thanks for coming in. So can you tell me, you and your husband started a pest service. Yes, we did. <laughs> Quite the venture. <laughs> um, which is funny. I, I mean, when I first met you too, I, you know, you're not um, like, you don't have coveralls on right now. You have, we both are wearing leopard print right now. Yes. Um, or cheetah, I guess it is. Um, you're, you're. Um, I hate to say pretty girl, but maybe that's, yep. is that okay to explain? Yeah, yeah, it's a little surprising when, if I um, am the certified tech that shows up to do <laughs> yeah. the service, I get a second look sometimes. So, I'm sure. Especially the nails, the nails are. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's not like what you think of like, you know, an exterminator that is, you know, the, the yeah. bug commercials you see on TV and stuff like, you know. Um, so how did this come to be that you and your husband decided let's do this business? Oh, it was such a, um, it, was, it was long in the making. Uh, my husband originally did pest control um, as a, a lead technician for a small family business in Mount Juliet. Uh, that's where he went to high school, graduated and all that. He was there for probably 10 years. Um, after, I guess, a few years into our marriage, um, that that was you know the role he was going to forever take. And it was great. We're happy with it. Um, made a wonderful living and enjoyed our lives. And suddenly... Um, we, we got the news that that small family business was bought out by a major corporation um, that's ran, um, it's nationwide, mm-hmm. and it's ran out of Alabama. And he was devastated. Uh, we we made the best of it, and he stayed. What was the, at that time, was it the feeling of working for a corporation versus a small business? Was there emotional? Not quite. Um, it, the way that the corporation wanted to do things just wasn't the same. It wasn't the line. Mm-hmm. And literally every day for five months, my husband was miserable at work. He would call and on this drive home or in between, you know, he'd say, they're just not doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, I'm charging more money for the services than, than what we ever have. I'm showing up to people's house. They don't even know I'm on the way. Um, we're, we're just wasting folks' time. And it just wasn't right. He felt like he wasn't as able to kind of control the right way to do things as he could when he was with a small business. The integrity was gone. Yeah. Every day, the integrity, that's what our slogan is, is integrity driven family um, owned because of that, Mm -hmm. that we really believe in doing the right thing. And so his, you know, his morale was down for five months. And um, at one point, you know, he had always talked about, oh, I, I would just buy this material and we could do this and we could do this. And I just said, well, quit, put in your notice and quit. We'll take the we'll take the risk, and sure enough, we did. Um, what were you doing at that time? I worked for Cracker Barrel in Lebanon. Uh-huh. Uh, I was there for nine years. I was there at that time. I was the lead to go in catering um, there. And so food service, <laughs> food service. Yeah, I've always done food and customer service. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So totally different world than you know. And, I mean, but it, totally different. But yet, there's a customer service aspect customer of service. things, and with an urgency, the you know the care yeah. for people. Um, so he did, he put in his notice. Uh, we told our, turned our home in Lebanon into a rental and we uprooted our children and ourselves. We were in a non-compete. He had to move 50 miles out. So, um, we went and explored Cookville. It was Cookville or Clarksville mm-hmm. and it felt right. And Cookville felt right. And yeah. so how long ago did you come to Cookville? Uh, we closed on our uh, first house here in March of 2020, 
uh, Sarah's during the pandemic. <laughs> Great time of the yeah the world. So yeah. the world's shutting down, and you're like, yeah, let's start a business let's in a town it. we've never lived in. And yeah. um, it was wild. Uh, we signed our papers on the sidewalk there on Spring Street. We weren't allowed to be in rooms because of the pandemic. Yeah, it, it was oh really wild. It was quite the risk. Um, my husband broke out in hives. Uh, I wasn't really too concerned. Uh, yeah, not that I thought, oh, we'll be the best pest control ever, but. I knew that we would be able to survive and do the right thing. Do you, um, is that just something inherent in you? Did you feel like you were really drawn to entrepreneurship? I believe survivor maybe is is the ultimate on that, that if I really put my mind to something, I can do it. And I, I knew that if we worked really hard at it, that we would, we, we would survive, we would make it. Is that kind of like, it, it was that? 10 year old Nikki has always kind of been that survivor yes. <laughs> of like, yeah, I'm going to have the grit to make this work no matter what. Yes. That's, that's me as an individual is that I've always, I've been hell bent on making it, if you will. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think there's times to me, to me, um, entrepreneurship seems so, so scary, but it seems so exciting too, because it's new challenges. And even though, I mean, your husband knew pest services inside and outside, right. he'd done this for years. There's so much more, you know, to, to running a business than just what you're doing. I say that all the time. And and you had no experience no. in either yeah. avenue of things. Yeah, it was, he really had to teach me. Um, for, for some time, he had spent some time in the office there. His um, The previous owner was grooming him for the role mm-hmm. and um, assisted in getting him in the licensing for the wood destroying and to be a license holder and open his own charter. So he almost had to groom me the same way. For um, the first year when I was still working at Cracker Barrel and he was here running this by himself, he he taught me this is how the scheduling works. And over the next year, um, every quarter I took an additional day off at Cracker Barrel and came to work for us more full time. Yeah. So I slowly learned how to schedule, um, became certified myself, did the reading, the studying and passed through the state. Uh, it was it was quite something I didn't know. We would do stops together on Saturdays. I would ride along. And I would see some of the worst things you've ever seen in your life and some of the best things you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. It it was so it's still a learning experience. At what point did you decide that this was going to be a family thing? You were going to go all in. You were going to leave your career. That's a great question. It for a while, I didn't want to leave what I did. I was very proud of what I did and I was very successful at it. Um, But there came a point where he was too busy himself. (laughs) He couldn't be in the field and answer the phone and do the scheduling. So as I came over, we, we needed help. And it was a matter of who will ever care more than me or him? Mm-hmm. No one. So do we want to try and train someone, you know, that would have that integrity again, or should I just do it myself? So slowly I fit that role and it turns out I'm really good at it. And, and I do enjoy it. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think sometimes you think, oh, these career paths are totally different, but there's a customer service aspect. And, and if that's something that really feeds who you are, um, you can kind of, you can make that connection of like, I still get to be with the customer service yes. aspect that I really loved in catering. I right. get to do that again. And there, there's other um, aspects I didn't know I feel like everything kind of aligns. I didn't know that I originally started college for accounting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that some of those prep classes I had taken would would be me yeah. running our own family business. I didn't know that it would come into play or, you know, working for car dealerships when I was younger, um, running Excel. I didn't know that 
it would all and learning how to do payroll. I didn't know that that would all align, but it did. Well, and I think that's the thing is that you, you know, you have these skills that you acquire in life and you're like, do these actually line up? How do they actually, you know, is this, is this really where I'm supposed to be? And then you're like, oh yeah, all this stuff makes connections. Yeah. 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 Um, so you are now full time with the business. Yes. Um, and you have now hired other people on. Yes. That is the most exciting part of the growth is, is providing others now what we're so happy to have ourselves to have something that you depend on, um, that, one of the one of our newest people that just came on to us, um, his name is Jacob. He lives in Sparta. For three years, he drove from Sparta all the way to Antioch to mm-hmm. drive every day. So he spent that much time away from his family, not getting paid, and that much gas, putting it into that community. Now here he is. He's putting it into White County, and it, it's a job that he actually enjoys and that he mm-hmm. takes pride in rather than, you know, just an assembly line. Well, and I think that the the things if you're unhappy at work, it really wears on every aspect of your life. It, you know, your husband, I'm sure as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a brother, son, whatever, you know, it really can wear on the the um, value you have in life if you're right. you're not loving your your work world. And so even your your newest hire spending that much time driving is just a wear and yeah, tear on miserable. your life. Yeah. You know, how have you found now, you know, you, you spent years not working together and now you're doing it all, you're living life and working together. How has that been for you guys? It's really great. I, I am very fortunate that I truly have a great You husband. like your husband. <laughs> I do. We really just like each other so much. It's silly. Like, yeah. you know, that it's just my favorite person in the whole world. That, mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. But it's so special to me that I almost feel like I have more of that than anyone else. Yeah. And yeah, there's the work, the work balance, but we don't necessarily um, do it holding hands that it's no, we're in a different partnership. And, you know, we had some times to where um, we would both be out on different routes and he was really running behind. He's like, you helped me so much by, you know, going and doing that yard for me today. Yeah. it's a different partnership and it's probably a different strengthening part of our marriage that makes it even more while we're enjoying even more than when we ever thought we would together. Have you, if, if people who are listening who might be in a partnership with their, a, a business with their partner, what advice could you have or, or hiccups that you've seen along the way that maybe, you know, you've kind of gone through that you've had to work through? That's a good question. Um, I guess advice on working together it's almost saying to be all in that to commit to each other and maybe leave it there. What, um, one of the, a general manager once told me in the restaurant business that, um, the best thing they brought to the table was that at the end of the day, they weren't mad about whatever mishaps had happened. They just started fresh. It was the the brand new day. And then maybe, so when you get off work and you end the day, don't dwell on it. That's probably what Ryan is the best at is that, the anger or the problem is over. Once it's over, just, just move past it. Well, and that's probably something to any business owner um, to kind of 
let things go because I think you can hold things and then it just festers and it becomes this poison in your business. And so whether you're working as a husband and wife or, you know, father and son or whatever, um, that's probably great advice is just, okay, at the end of the day, let's start fresh the next day. Yeah. Something new every time. Like that's old news. Yeah. yeah, Start all over. If you're just joining us, we have Nikki Gray from Gray's Pest Service and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I'm Nikki Gray from Gray's Pest Service in today. So we've been talking about starting a business and all that you're doing. Can you tell us about the services that you offer as a pest service center? Sure. So we do quite a bit. Um, We do all general Pest control for both residential and commercial. Can you tell us what pests mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a little, I guess you could look it up to see what it is. My best way of describing it um, recently to some third graders at the school that I did a presentation to, pests are, I guess, insects or uh-huh. rodents that rather than wanting to be in their natural habitat where they're not disrupting us or uh-huh. ruining anything, they are becoming a pest because they are invading our living areas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might just be that you, you don't want to see spiders around, mm-hmm. or maybe it is a venomous spider that mm-hmm. you don't want to get bit by. Or maybe you find mice disgusting because of the disease that they carry, mm-hmm. or maybe they're ruining your brand new HVAC unit. So mm-hmm. either way, a pest is something that is trying to live where they shouldn't be. Uh, like squirrels in an attic kind of situation? Yeah, or? squirrels are outside of our realm. We'll okay. stop at the mice and okay. rats. Um, so mice are as big as you get? Mice, rats are as big okay. as we'll go. Okay. And uh, you, you might want to get into a specialty surface yeah. on the squirrels. Okay. They they can cause quite the ruckus, too, yeah. from my understanding. And but. I think that there are companies that specifically kind of yes. go into that. Um, so it's more um, maybe things that are destroying maybe wood in your home, um, like you said. Trying to live indoors or they don't belong or where you don't want them um, becoming a nuisance or doing harm or damage. And then, of course, we also do termite for wood destroying, okay. um, termite control and warranties for residential and um, commercial properties. Bees, are bees a thing too that you guys do? Uh, yes, in between. I guess carpenter bees are a big because they're a wood destroying organism. Uh-huh. Uh, that one we try to, to recommend like a trapping in front of it. And there's different, you know, of course they can do dusting and different services, but there's a fine line there. And of course, 
everybody knows the honeybees are protected. Mm-hmm. So that's always something no one wants to talk about or touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to be more yellow jackets, um, wasp are the, the most Nikki, did you thing. ever think that you would know so much about bees or <laughs> ants or mice or? Absolutely not. <laughs> Let me tell you, I did not know that different ants have different odors when you crush them oh. until the last few years. And, yeah. and I continue to learn. Um, and it is kind of interesting. Though. Yeah. The, the are different you, stages. Are and, you always like a kind of a, a knowledge person? Like I, I'm somebody who like, I don't want to research. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like I, I don't want to pretty research. well-rounded on the yeah. things that I care in, or involve myself in. Yeah. I do. I don't want to be ill-informed. Yeah. I don't want to get out. And that's how, why I ended up getting certified. I could have been a happy, you know, admin behind the screen and just taking messages. But yeah. I really don't like to um, have questions thrown at me and not be able to at least help. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure when people call and they don't necessarily know whether they're calling the right place or not, you know, just me as a non knowing what pests are kind of thing or squirrel, you know, is squirrels yes. the right thing or not, you know? And so I think having, you know, for you to say, well, this is what you're looking for in this kind of damage. This is actually, you know, going to damage in the long run or whatever. I think that that's and you know it, that integrity piece of, of information, or you know, of the business of your motto, and you know that that's going to be helpful is when they call a service to you know. That was something that we we feel that we have a little bit of advantage of over when someone does call in is when we tell them an upfront price instead of well let us get out there and inspect don't you know we don't want to waste anyone's time or waste ours for that matter so you know they tell me what's going on and then we give a real answer of well I believe it's this and. Here's our answer for that. Here's the estimate of the price, you know, so it's like, oh, this is that's way out of my price range. You know, I can live in this for right now or whatever, um, which is, I'm sure, helpful. That's something that we've helped quite a few people with, with services that we no longer offer, even uh, bed bug treatments. We Mm -hmm. no longer offer them. And that was a big decision. Uh, It's just hard to keep enough staff for something that requires that much follow up. And now if you need the advice, we will tell you what products to buy and apply and how to do so. That is a step that we will take um, probably in the next year. We'll leave an offer. We'll sell you the products. We'll we'll have that with our licensing to be helpful mm-hmm. for the things that we can't come out and continue to do for folks. How important is it to really, um, do, you, do you connect more with the residential over the business aspect? I feel like I can just sense your heart for what yeah. you're doing. And I would think that, you know, oh, there's pests in a business, it's not affecting their children or, you know, uh, like you mentioned spiders, that that's is can be kind of traumatic sometimes. I found a black widow one time when I was living in New Mexico and I had a small child at the time and it was just scary. It was very scary. Yeah. And you feel helpless. You don't have to protect us. There more you can't see. Uh, I do make more of a connection um, with residential customers because even though, you know, commercial, you're usually there more often, Mm -hmm. typically a monthly rather than quarterly, but you build these relationships over the phone by by me talking or then our tech seeing them or that we still offer interior services. A lot of folks have walked away from that since COVID. Mm-hmm. They figured out, you know, it's a way that it's not always necessary. Um, we provide it because people like it. So we built up something um, with them that it's really touching. When I, when I call people, I really do care about how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you did get a new cat. Oh, I'm sorry. You lost your dog. Oh, well, I, I talked to a gentleman this morning 
That's right. Didn't you say you were out of state because you had a new grandbaby? How'd it go? Oh, yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. That old-fashioned customer service. Yeah. In case you're just joining us, we have Nikki Gray from Gray's Pest Service in. And so just last weekend, it was Small Business Saturday, which is not typically, that's usually kind of a retail thing. But um, tell me why it's important. I mean, aside from the fact that, Nikki, you're going to answer the phone and you're going to remember that I was out of town because, you know, I had a, a niece that was born or whatnot. Why is it important? to shop small, even when it comes to service businesses? When you shop small, you are putting your money right back into the local economy. Mm -hmm. So when we added another route last year when we needed to buy a new car or a new truck, we bought that truck from Ford here right here in Cookville. So it went to this dealership and the sales tech that was here in Cookville, that, that went to his pocket and his family. And let me just say, too, just community-wise of, of the community we live in, Ford, Lincoln of Cookville, also sponsors Red, White, and Boom. And so it's this community event that, that yes, some of it was money that went into this local sales or yes. uh, salesperson, but also into community events. Sorry, I can, I can get so excited too. about this. I, I love it. it. It's something that I, I just absolutely take so much pride in is what it matters and who we help by what we bring in by keeping the circle going. So for, um, you know, the, the three different fleet, everybody just had to have new tires, two had to have new brakes, and they had to have new rotors. That was done at another local shop here in Cookville. Um, when uh, we get our cars detailed, it was by an individual rather than a big corporation out of town. Um, as far as even our banking, uh, the bank that we use, they're local, obviously, mm-hmm. but they're actually based out of Middle Tennessee, Wilson Bank and Trust. Yeah. So the money doesn't even go any further than that. It's putting it right in here. Um, our uniforms, every time we get a new employee or every time we need fresh new uniforms, those uniforms are brought to a local embroidery that they're a small business, too. They put their money right back into it. Um, our CPA is right here in Cookville. Uh, one of the first customers for our commercial property came from that CPA by having that relationship. Well, and, and let me just remind, like Wilson Bank and Trust, they sponsor events in, in Cookville. There's so many of these businesses that are part of the community culture that I think some people kind of forget, like, oh, well, I'm just going to look up. You know, I'm going to Google search whatever yes. pest, uh, you know, I, I have an ant problem. And so I'm just going to Google search anybody. And so people forget what keeping your dollars locally means. Well, how, how it really affects them individually, I think, is a harder. It's easy to say, but then when you break it down, you can really see the impact. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Nikki Gray from Gray's Pest Service in. We're just talking about shopping small. Um, And do you think, so you're from the Mount Juliet area. I think that there's something special. Like we have a secret sauce here in the Upper Cumberland. Do you kind of agree? You know, your your husband was involved in small business there before. But um, do you think that there's something different here? It's very welcoming. Once we did get our foot in the door and started going, the building and the support that we received, the people, uh, even though it's growing, you know, Cookville's getting huge, so Sparta, the people still like the the small business feel of supporting others that they know are doing the right thing or that they care about, and they like that relationship. It has helped us tremendously, um, and I don't know that we would be as successful 
if we had chosen, you know, we had the choice of Clarksville or here. Yeah. And uh, who knows? Well, and even just you, you had the non-compete, so you had to leave. Yes. But um, even if, I mean, I always think that myself building a career in the upper Cumberland, I don't think I could do what I'm doing in, in a big city, you know? And so I think being able to start a small business here where there are a lot, there is a lot of support um, and and partnerships you can have and events that you, you want to do. So tell me about Friday night lights that you're going to, again, just as a, which it's just a way to, to support the community that supports you. Yes, it is. Uh, We are teaming up with uh, starting in January of 2024, Cumberland Customs there um, on Restaurant Row by by the Kia dealership in that. He and I are going to team up and we're going to do something called Friday Night Lights. It'll be the third Friday of every month. And it'll just be any makes, models, Jeeps, Camaros, it doesn't matter. Come out. We are providing a free family-friendly event. Uh, We're hoping it it grows. Uh, At one point, um, he had it up to 300 members that would come out. And we're looking to just spark that fire again. Um, At every monthly event, we plan to offer a different item. Um, The January one, we're going to do hot chocolate and popcorn for free. We will ask for donations. Those donations will be going to a different local nonprofit or charity, um, charities such as the Upper Cumberland uh, Foster Closet. Mm -hmm the um, Human Fund, uh, Habitat for Humanity, basically anything local here, we will drum up whatever donations we can get from the Friday Night Lights and donate them and and just kind of keep giving the circle. Why why do you feel like as a small business owner, it's like you have so many things on your plate. You're you're trying to grow this business. You're you have now have employees and why is it important to to be part of that circle and to be able to give back? In remembrance, I guess, of of knowing or appreciating. Mm-hmm. I think climbing that ladder ourselves makes us appreciate and want to give opportunities or feelings or enjoyment to others. Well, and I think, you know, it's part of the ecosystem of what we have to offer in this community. I think it's nice to see that we're in order to have the night. It's like in order to have nice things, we have to put nice things into things, you know. And yeah. so to have the events like Red, White and Boom that... Ford Lincoln of Cookville sponsors, you know, we have to shop at these places and put money into that so that we can have these events and, and kind of have the circle keep going. Right. Um, so what else do you have? You are, I mean, it's so crazy to think that you've been here about three years now, um, three and a half. Yes. And um, you've just gotten really involved in things. Is there anything else that you want to let people know that you're involved with? Uh, I do quite a bit with the um, Putnam Cookville Chamber of Commerce. I try and I guess spread the news there. I'm an ambassador for my second year there, and we've been members for a little over three years. But um, as an ambassador, that's my role there is I speak on behalf and represent what the chamber has to offer other small business owners and how they can get involved. Um, I'm very involved with the Hip Cookville community, whether on the Facebook group and then now on the website. I just think it's the best opportunity for us, whether we're just looking for services or for something fun to do or as a small business owner. It has been um, very 
very beneficial to take advantage of all that that has to offer. And I try and encourage and educate people on that. Well, and even have Cookville, again, kind of ta- talking about the small town stuff. I think that that was just this dream that Blair Dudley had. And it was he was able to kind of make that happen and collect people together and and say, hey, let's use this Facebook group and, and let's expand it into other things and concert series. And um, I, I, I just I always feel very lucky that we live in the community we do. He likes to say it's a collaboration, and that is how we should word it, because it is. We all are putting that together, whether that's you advertising for your, like, it is such a community feeling there. And I try, that's, again, why I'm trying to support and put into that, because of how we felt, how it benefited us, and how much joy we've received out of it. I I always think there, when people come to this community and feel kind of on the outside, I'm like... you can't like there's a million ways to get involved. And so let me take you and show you and, and show you all the outlets that we have, because um, there's a way to get involved some way or somehow. There's a fit for everybody. Yeah. In case you're just joining us, we have Nikki Gray from Gray's Pest Services. GPS is is what this um, how, how you've monikered it. So tell me why why you came up with that name. That was my husband. One hundred percent GPS for show bugs out. Yeah. Hence why we're involved with car shows. Also, he he just loves all the cars. Yeah. It's one of those pastimes. And yeah. That was, it was a good little fit. I like that. Wise, yeah. I, well, I like that. Who has the marketing kind of component of things? You or him? <laughs> that would be me. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a born salesperson. So I, I always see or it's maybe sales and entrepreneurship. I always see. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the relationship and the customer service aspect. Yes. Marketing is so much of customer service and that that um, connections and relationships. You see the need and then put the two together. Um, yeah. He's definitely the capitalist. He he is the one that says, "Well, you know what we could do with this." Yeah, so. and how, how? Yeah, how to make the numbers work right. and all the pricing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you need the numbers pers- person yes. as well <laughs> in a business. So where do you see this going? I mean, you're three and a half years into things now. Um, where do you see any, how, how many employees do you have now? We have five. Five. Gosh. Um, where do you see in five, 10 years from now, this, this, do you th- still see you based here in Cookville? Do you see? definitely there? There's a, a hard spot that we'll have to decide um, based on my husband's experience with his, you know, previous, um, basically his mentor, and that there will come a spot where you'll have to decide where to stop growing, mm-hmm. where it no longer the work-life balance, the, the joy is not there. Right now, uh, next year, we can see as far as next year, we have another um, technician coming on in February. It's just a matter of let's let's get through these next couple months and solidly say let's do this. Um, that'll probably be it for that year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe it'll be one per year over the next few years. Uh, we do plan to extend, um, extend our services. Right now, we recently announced we are able to service Monterey again. We were short-staffed for quite some time, and we had shut off services in Monterey. Uh, so we are building and taking clients on in Monterey. We are servicing Smithville again. Uh, so that was our big excitement is that we were able to continue to grow. We were stuck for a little while. So I I would say five years, um, we probably will be at another five technicians, but that might be the stopping point. Well, and I would think that this is not, um, you know, if you're finding 18 to 25 year olds that are looking at a career path, pest control is not, you know, the luxurious. Not the first thing you think of. Yeah. Right. Not the first thing you think of. I'm a big advocate for trade schools and, and not the traditional 
college and universities are not for everybody. hundred percent. Say it again, girl. As I can speak for myself and yeah. not even just mentally what you're wanting to do, but maybe that's not the job you want is, you know, sitting or delegating. Yeah. Um, we've, we've experienced a little of each as far as um, people that have come wanting the job and there's a difference and there's a role for every person. Mm-hmm. Well, that. and I think it, it, when you have the company culture, that's not just here, go out and take care of this problem. It's, hey, you're going and you're helping a family or you're helping a business or you're, you know, they are living in this scared place because they have spiders in their house, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think that that the company culture that you set out for can change kind of the the employees that you have. That was our um, our biggest our biggest goal with providing employment for others is we do something a little bit um, unusual, especially compared to what corporate pest control companies do. We don't want our folks to um, have their paycheck be so fluctuating to where you'll have 20 hours here and then 30 here. And we, we guarantee ours. It's almost a salary. We guarantee your yeah. check will always be the same. We want people to feel good about where they're working. Yes, we're using great products. Yes, we're we're doing exactly what we say we do, but we're also always getting paid. Mm-hmm. And we're not, you know, working you unfairly or anything and that's with that work-life balance that it was really important to us to provide that. Yeah. So how can people find you if they want to find Gray's Pest Service? So many ways. Uh Gray's Pest Service, it, our is our website. Probably gray with a with an S uh, with an A with, with an A, a. Yeah. gray yes. yeah that's okay. a common that's a common um, yes so gray's error. with an A gray's pestservice dot com that's right and then on Facebook we are pretty easy to find there we do a little bit of different approach there too we try and be real funny um, sometimes the pest control world can be gross or a subject people don't want to talk about yeah we spread um, dad jokes and puns and little humor here and there. Yeah. Um, but so it's Grace Pest Service or GPS Grace Pest Service on Facebook. You can also give me a call. That's probably the most efficient way. Uh, 931-854-1229. Uh, you can reach us through um, even an email even. Um, we're Grace Pest Service at Outlook.com. I try and be available as whatever works for folks. I know people are, you know, all living different lives. And it sounds like even if they just have a question of whether your services are correct for them or not, they can reach out to you to kind of do a consult over the phone and find out if if you're the right fit. We do. um, We'll even after hours, I'm often answering even it's Facebook Messenger or through the website. um, What do you think of this? Someone, you know, I think my dog has fleas. We'll, we'll, give you recommendations before circling back to a full-blown, you know, treatment. Yeah. We yeah. we try and just do that. Um, it's it's better for folks. People enjoy it. And it's better for us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, Nikki. Remember when you're looking for your um, pest, if you have a pest problem, to, to shop small. I, I think that's not always in the back of people's minds, but that's what we're here for. And so um, give Nikki a call and, and see what they have to offer. Thanks for coming in. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was fun.